Scientists estimate that 3.5 trillion fish are swimming around in our oceans today. Fortunately, they also estimate that by 2050, our oceans will have more plastic in them than all those fish. Of course, this plastic doesn't come from the ocean. It doesn't grow among the seaweed and the coral. 80% of it enters the ocean from land. After people like you and me use it in many forms, many times each day. Plastic surrounds us. It has made our lives more convenient, but it is threatening the world's future. But now there is something that all of us can start doing, replacing the plastic in our daily lives with alternative materials that provide all the same conveniences. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake. And in today's preview, I will be talking with Max Mohammadi about his company, Plastic Free, and how they are working to make our oceans and the world just that, plastic free. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Max. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and once again, I want to welcome all of our listeners and, and watchers. Um, I'd, I'd like to introduce you all to Max Mohammadi, the co-founder and chairman of Plastic Free a company with a breakthrough technology that transforms renewable resources to bio-based products for replacing fossil fuel, uh, fossil-based plastics. Now, Max, I'd like to first learn a little more about you and how you got into this. Great. Thanks a lot. So, so my name is Max. I'm one of the co-founders uh, behind the Plastic Free. Uh, we're from Sweden and Plastic Free is, is a green tech company uh, from Sweden, but maybe it's also very interesting and important for the uh, both listeners and viewers to, to know uh, the why behind our company. So I co-founded the company together with my brother and this uh, whole uh, uh, story goes back to our childhood. So when when we were kids uh, and we were traveling or going out to the nature or to the beach our parents made us like take five ten minutes to pick up trash every time we, we were out so and then um, this has become like a norm or a habit for us we still do that uh, on a voluntary basis and unfortunately the biggest amount of trash that we have been picking and still picking is plastic, uh, uh, mainly single-use plastic items. And so we thought uh, at a certain point, many years ago, we thought we can't travel the world and uh, pick up trash. So there must be a better way. And that's where I started looking into this uh, subject, doing some research. And then uh, my brother, his name is Alan, he uh, continued, continued my research and then uh, uh, around three years ago when we succeeded to make something that worked outside the lab, then we uh, started uh, or thought that uh, we, we should find, uh, like register and found a company to take this 200% uh, focus on this and, and take it forward. Well, it's it's such an interesting, uh, you know, evolution from 
what your parents have taught you as as a youngster to now being you know co-founder of this this company. I, I want to now talk a little bit about about the challenge you know in depth uh, because we're I think we're all familiar with the fact that in general plastic is a problem. I'm not sure even those who are are focused on this problem fully understand the extent of the problem it really is. Um, but we've talked about on this podcast in the past, the fact that every piece of plastic that's ever been made still exists today. And that it, you know, could take a thousand years or more before, you know, the plastic is, is, you know, truly degraded. Um, so give us a sense, uh, from your perspective, what is this problem? How, where does it come from? Yeah, so, so plastic in itself, uh, it, it, it can be great material, but normally it is applied in the wrong context. So if if you want to have something durable, light, and, and so on, there are different types of plastic. So uh, if it's applied to those products, of course, uh, it's nothing else can beat it. Uh, but the, the, the problem starts uh, when you apply it for like single use product applications that is a product that is going to be used in a few minutes and then it will last for hundreds if not thousands of years uh, and and this creates um, uh, the the first part of the problem the second part of the problem is that how humans uh, lack knowledge of like how how they should handle this at its end of life the products and sometimes you see uh, a product that is plastic, you see it, but sometimes also uh, you think it's another uh, uh, product. So just an example, you take a paper cup, uh, a normal paper cup, people uh, use it uh, globally to drink tea, coffee, water, or, or Coke, and it is called paper cup, right? But a normal paper cup contains uh, in average, be between 10 to 30 percent plastic. Uh, so, so, and people don't know it. And then, mm -hmm. if it ends up in nature, that takes decades to decompose. And then, also, you get microplastic into your body when you uh, drink those drinks every single time. And then, it also creates issues when it comes to recycling because the plastic, there is a plastic film inside the cup, for example. And then, that makes it very difficult and challenging. And expensive to recycle. That's why almost none of these are recycled. They end up in landfill or in nature or in best case scenario. Normally, they just are incinerated or burnt to just to to uh, produce some energy. But that's not really the preferred end of life option for such a product because you're cutting the trees to make that product that you use a few minutes and then it either stays in the environment for a long time or you don't. Uh, disposing in the best possible way. So obviously, as you know, Leading Cities focuses a lot on cities and in trying to solve the challenges um, to make cities more sustainable, more resilient. This is an interesting uh, fact because about 60% of the plastic marine debris uh, really actually comes from cities. Um, so in this case, cities are the problem. <laughs> Um, and I'm just wondering if if you can talk a little bit to the fact of of how plastic free is helping to address this problem. 
Yeah, so we're trying uh, to, to address uh, this problem in multiple levels. So Plastic Free is a green tech company, as I mentioned, but it has two verticals. So one vertical, uh, we call it Green School. It's a nonprofit part of our organization that we uh, focus on democratizing access to knowledge around environment with a focus of, of course, plastics, but, but in, a, in a wider um, perspective, uh, so because the knowledge or the education of the end consumers, they are, I mean, that is uh, really creating that culture not to make those pollutions in the first place. Then the second part, which is the commercial part of our company, is that we use the power of innovation and technology to you to come up with solutions uh, in order to to enable and empower every single person businesses uh, and cities in uh, both in private and public sector to to have more sustainable better solutions so we try to to solve the problem at the source but also if the the, the there is of course a party that will uh, still uh, happen that people don't know uh, or don't do the, the correct disposal, then at least the product that ends up in a landfill or uh, hopefully not in nature, but today, unfortunately, as you mentioned, 60% of marine debris goes uh, to, to the, uh, like from the city. So at least that's a product that can break down uh, in nature and doesn't contain any toxic material. But I can tell you also like a more about some examples how uh, we do that. So it's two parts and then we, we uh, try to uh, build this bit by bit, but we have already achieved so much in, in a quite short period of time. Well, it do, do explain a little bit of those examples so we get a better sense of what exactly Plastic Free is and does. Great. Yes. So uh, we, we developed a core technology to make a biomaterial that looks and works like plastic, but it's made from plants. So basically we use different renewable plant resources and make different recipes for different product applications. To make it more specific, uh, basically we decided uh, quite early on to focus on so-called everyday life products because that's where we can make the biggest impact. Uh, before going to like high-end packaging applications and so on. So uh, our very first, uh, like we, we have two categories of products. We have film-based products and then we have fiber-based products. So the film-based products, for example, uh, it's like this bag um, that uh, we, we have done from agricultural waste and a specific type of like wild plant or non-edible plant. Um, and this is... Uh, Biodegradable, it is both home compostable and industrial compostable. It doesn't contain any toxic material and it does the job of a, a carrier bag. Then we have another uh, recipe to do a uh, garbage bag for waste collection that uh, minimizes the uh, like uh, odor and then increases efficiency in terms of composting and so on. Then we have the even more interesting a part about the, the fiber-based solutions. I gave you an example about the, the single-use uh, like disposable paper cups that have plastic. So there we have done two innovation. One, we have replaced the plastic with our biomaterial and then also developed a unique technology to reduce that coating that I mentioned in average is 15% to less than 2%. 
So we are offering a, a paper cup that is bio-based, biodegradable, compostable, but most importantly, can be recycled as paper up to seven times, which means that this cup, after you drink your coffee or your Coke, you can throw this in a paper bin, but you can't throw the normal paper cups that you see today in a paper bin. And then we have done, use the exact same technology. We have developed a paper straw that works even in alcoholic drink, doesn't taste like paper. So solve all the issues with other like single use straws. Then we have the, the lid, which is not, today it's mainly either it is plastic or it is bagasse and both of them have different issues. So all of this, we call it like single stream material. So you have this, when you're done, then you put it in a paper bin and this is a completely circular solution. This can be new paper packaging. And that is going to revolutionize the way uh, we use and then we reuse or recycle uh, the very uh, valuable raw material that, that we have. I mean, <clears throat> let's face it, I, th I think, Plastic has been a blessing and a curse, right? It, it has it has helped humans to to do all kinds of things, um, including our food packaging, um, and do it more conveniently and and whatever. But I don't think anybody, as much as we've come to love how plastic has helped make things easier or more clean or whatever, I don't think anybody cares the actual source of how that plastic came to be. So whether it's oil-based or plant-based, there is no difference. And I think this is one of the things that really excites me about Plastic Free is that you're not asking people to change anything. It's the product itself that's changing. The outcome is exactly the same. And you know, on, on Preview of Tomorrow, we highlight a number of innovations ranging from all kinds of challenges that cities face or, or society faces. Not always is there a solution uh, where the individual can make a, a individual choice. Um, this, this is another thing about Plastic Free that I really appreciate is that every one of us have, a, have the power to help solve this problem um, in cities or wherever we may be. Um, so let me ask you this. Looking forward 10, 20, 50 years down the road, Plastic Free has totally replaced oil or fossil-based uh, plastics. What does that mean? What does it mean for the consumer, the, the individual? What does it mean for the community or society or the world as, at large? Thank you. Uh, so, so very relevant and great question. So. Uh, with, with plastic free, our vision is is really to to end plastic pollution catastrophe, and we do that by spreading the knowledge and by by uh, offering the solution. Not only talking about things, but really doing things and and coming up with solutions. So um, basically, uh, how we see that is that uh, we are creating our own category. So so the way people think about plastic there will be a category as plastic free as well in in very near future so it, th that's our vision to create make that a new standard set a new standard the way that can i have a i don't know 
plastic uh, fork and knife can I have plastic free fork and knife or or cup and so on but to be even more specific so uh, our vision by 2025 is to be able to replace at least more than 1 million tons of plastic just mm. replace it so talking about the fiber based solutions so so imagine how much of this uh, I mean in in uh, I mean we are based in Sweden and in, in Europe uh, and these numbers are in US are even higher but but in Europe alone for example um, or if I have also the numbers for worldwide if we just take the cup which is one product every year more than 600 billion of these cups are used 600 billion just imagine just this one product category if you turn that waste stream and make it to to a circular stream because we're cutting trees and then we're also putting plastic into our bodies and then if we solve just that part imagine the impact and then mm. uh, we have also the the other part of the impact from our project which is like reducing the carbon footprint by up to 86 percent depending on which product category we're talking about and our technology reduces more than 65 Present less energy in the production. Uh, for each ton of the material, we're saving more than 26,000 liters of water, 1,400 1, liters of oil, uh, and also uh, talking about the landfill, it's the 3.5 cubic meters of landfill space are saved per ton of the material. So if you just do the math, which is not easy, but you really see the magnitude of impact and somebody has to start somewhere and we want to be that somebody well i, I can't thank you enough for, for the work you and your brother are doing on this and and frankly i want to thank your parents as well for instilling in you and inspiring you at such a young age to pick up that plastic uh on your way to the beach but if for all of our listeners and, and viewers that want to learn more um or get in touch what's the best way for them to do that I think the best way would be to go to our website. I actually, because plastic free, the free is like written in Swedish. So it is spelled like plastic, the P-L-A-S-T-I-C, but free is like F-R-I.com. And then you see it also, the, the viewers also can see it. Uh, so just go to our website uh, and then contact us through there and then we will try to uh, help you in the best possible way. So just as the last part also, we have all the several products out on the market. We have uh, the, the cups that I showed, we have the straws, we have the bags, the waste bags, and also soon we will be launching e-commerce mailers in the same material as as uh, these cups. So that is that is paper, but works like working like a, a plastic mailer. So, and that is also just think about the e-commerce, how, uh, that can just improve or enhance uh, the brand that is using these kind of products, but at the same time, fighting the, the plastic pollution, doing good and doing great at the same time. Absolutely. Well, Max, again, thank you so much for being uh, a guest on Preview of Tomorrow. Thank you so much for the invitation. Perfect. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer.
Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.